0: 1 Samuel chapter 25. I ask you to grab it in your Bible or your smart device. Verse 32 through verse 35. 1 Samuel chapter 25. Verse 32 verse to th- verse 35. I'll be reading from the New Living Translation. If you have it in your uh, Bibles or smart device, I ask you to signify by saying, I have the bread. David replied to Abigail, praise the Lord, the God of Israel, who has sent you to meet me today. Thank God for your good sense. Bless you for keeping me from murder and from carrying out vengeance with my own hands. For I swear, I mean, I swear by the Lord, the God of Israel, who has kept me from hurting somebody that if you had not hurried out to meet me not one of Nabal's men would still be alive tomorrow morning then David accepted her present and told her return home in peace and my message will come from this next phrase I have heard what you said on your way to your seat, tell somebody get in the middle. Get in the middle. Get in the middle. Could be seated in the presence of the Lord. Get in the middle. Uh, tonight is the beginning um, of the prayer revival for this specific or particular assembly. But the truth is, the word revival is becoming very common again in our church vernacular. Revival. A desire from, for some sort of pending move of God. Uh, some in past generations would call it the latter reign. The fulfillment of a prophecy that says although God has moved in times past, the reign of the latter house shall be greater than the former. But sometimes when we talk about revival, oftentimes it's defined by our cultural experiences. If we say revival, some automatically will begin to shape in their imagination a, a two or three days service with a good preacher and a good choir. And thank you for inviting me and letting me come. But revival goes beyond uh, a church service with good preaching and good singing. The true essence of of revival is a returning back to God. Mm. A returning back to God. not a people who don't know him, but for a people who have walked with him in closeness at one time, but it ain't just it ain't doing what it used to do. You know? We don't have a lot of conversations about eschatology or the last days anymore. When I was growing up in church, every message was about Jesus is soon to come, right? Seem oftentimes we went to the polar opposite extreme. There's no expectation for the return of the Lord. But when you look at the Pauline epistle where Paul is writing to Timothy, he's telling him one of the signs of the last day. He said, you'll know when you're in the last day is when many shall depart from the faith. I'm almost finished. Y'all stay with me. Many shall depart from the faith. Now, it's very interesting. It didn't say many shall depart from the church. It tells us that it's possible to do church without doing God. We are in a generation that know the songs. Mm-hmm. We got our favorite preachers We got a dance And we have people who have mastered holy dances Without having the Holy Ghost But God is raising up a remnant of people Who still yet believe in this I need you to look at somebody and tell them I still believe in this I've, I've had some experiences that almost tried to knock the faith out of me but I still believe in this. Yes, I was heard in church, but everything I heard was not wrong. Tell somebody, I still believe in this. What do you believe? I still believe in laying hands. I still believe in holy oil. I still believe in prayer. I still believe in fasting. I still believe in tithing. I still believe in tithing. I still believe in sowing. Somebody shout, I still believe in this. There are some people who are cultural Christians. They got the cross around their neck, but they have never carried one on their back. <laughs> Cultural Christians, where they grew up in a, 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 a culture where they catch and carry the labor very easily. But the Bible tells us that will become an hour where people will have a form of godliness. Oh, y'all not going to help me through here but denying the power thereof I need you to scream at somebody to tell them I want the power I want the power you can fight over the position but I want the power you can have the title but I want the power you can call me parking lot attendant as long as I got the power I want power with God I want to see the Bible made manifest in my life glory be to God a returning back to God a meeting back with God because it's possible to start doing church on autopilot it's possible to go through a mundane routine where you become desensitized where you no longer feel conviction anymore no God did come to condemn us oh but the Holy Ghost will convict us and maybe and maybe we haven't known how to praise God for that maybe we don't know to praise God for that but every once in a while if you can still feel God you ought to praise him uh, I haven't dotted every eye I haven't crossed every T but the Bible says God only chastens those that he loved I need about 50 of y'all just to praise him because he didn't let you get away with it he kept talking to you. He kept pulling on you. You say you got the Holy Ghost but you don't have the Holy Ghost until you hear the Holy Ghost tell you to apologize. You don't know you got the Holy Ghost until the Holy Ghost tell you go back and get it right with people who you feel should be getting it right with you. The Holy Ghost will tell you to shut up. Y'all not telling me. The Holy Ghost will say, pull back. In- anybody in this room that you almost walked in a room and messed up something? Hey, and the Holy Ghost pulled you back. I need you to lay hands on your neighbor's shoulder. Tell them God had to shut my mouth just to save my future. I almost messed up something. I thank God for conviction. I thank God for chastisement. Because God's chastisement is a reflection of my sonship. Mm. I'm going back to God. Somebody shout, I'm going back to God. I, uh, one, one morning I was at our church and we prayed 5 a.m. on Tuesday morning. And the Lord spoke to me while I was in prayer. I was pastoring and doing ministry, but, you know, sometimes when you're the one always pouring out, you start feeling depleted. And the enemy will start playing with your mind. And, and the Lord spoke to me. He says, I am the God of your childhood. Mm. Glory be to God. I need you to look at somebody and tell him he's been keeping me. He's been keeping see some of you when we praise God a little earlier you are about to get arrested because you stole God's credit if you every time you don't praise God you're saying that I did this oh but people why people are bragging on you, you better tell them the truth you better tell them the truth you would better tell them I would have lost my mind a long time ago as a matter of fact my mind did slip and God snatched it back my God you need to be honest with people the mere fact that you're still married is because God oh it was the grace of God the mere fact that you're still in ministry is because God covered you I'm getting ready to move on because this is time sensitive tonight but I need everybody in this room that you know God has been faithful to you even in some bad seasons just take 10 seconds and give them the best praise you got thank you for keeping me thank you for sustaining thank you Come on, thank you God it was God it was God he's all over me and he's keeping me He's my sustainer. He's keeping me alive. Going back to God. Revival is a a renewal of, of what was. And a sign that you know that you're stirring again in revival is when you take on the cloak of prayer again and the posture of prayer. Any authentic move of God must be produced in prayer. In prayer. I am not anti-technology and I'm not against progression. But don't you ever swap out a smoke machine for glory. <laughs> God. Give me somebody consecrated. My God. I know what y'all do You overlook people who are faithful just, just to accommodate people who are talented And yes we need talented people We need skillful people But give me somebody who's consecrated You may not be able to do all the runs But when you open up your mouth Hallelujah Somebody can get healed of cancer give me somebody who's con- Give me somebody who's been walking with God hallelujah hallelujah I know there's power in the pulpit and we honor the pulpit but don't you ever underestimate the power that's in the pew some of you would knock folk over just to get to your favorite preacher and to get to your favorite singer but I need you to scream at somebody tell them there's power on this road hey I might not have a title I may not have a private parking spot oh but don't you make me pray Ah, oh, you sit near somebody that can push the curse of the enemy off of your back I need some prayer warriors open up your mouth open up your mouth because something happens he's shaman hey hallelujah touch two people tell them I want to be consecrated I want I want to be consecrated hey glory I want to be consecrated I want to be set apart for God hallelujah mm. glory be to God Because God only shows up where he's honored. Yes, he's omnipresent. But I'm talking about his manifested presence. I'm talking about the glory of God. Because when God's glory comes in a room, it comes in with the weight when God's glory comes in a room we don't just get touched when God's glory comes in a room we don't just get moved but we get changed y'all still believe in change the Bible says if any man be in Christ if you ever get in him my God I'm not talking about coming to an inter if you ever get in him you become a new creature I need you to push somebody to tell him he's changing me he where I want to be but I thank God I'm not where I used to be he's moving me from glory to glory and from faith to faith every time I get in his presence I experience another side of him like I've never experienced before hallelujah in the presence of the Lord there is the fullness of joy and at his right hand there are pleasures forever he that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the Shadow of the Almighty, I will say of the Lord, My God, He is my refuge, He is my strength. If you ever get in His presence, I mean, if you ever get in Him, Paul is making a, a reference even uh, to a philosopher of his day, but when he declared, It's in Him we live, Whew. it's in Him we move and have our being. Hallelujah! his name is a place. I say his name is when we call on his name his name is a place the name of the Lord is a strong tower Woo! and the righteous run in. Hey, I need you to lay hands on somebody to tell him I found a safe place hallelujah when I was losing me hallelujah I found myself when I when I called his name when depression was trying to choke me when I called his name when anxiety tried to break my chest, something shifted hallelujah when I somebody say his name we've been name dropping talking about who you know but I dare somebody to drop the name that matters call his name Jesus, 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 Jesus Jesus, Jesus. you all be seated if you can I'm not angry, I'm just passionate. Hear me. When when we start praying again, you'll feel the blood start moving again. Hallelujah. When, when When you start meeting God in prayer. I have an alarm set in my phone for prayer because our lives become so busy And we become so easily distracted that what's not planned is not happening. Now, I know we pray all day for real, you know. (laughs) Like this on our phones we pray. (laughs) But I'm talking about consecrated time of prayer. Where where you're not multitasking. You know, know, sometimes you got to schedule it. And, and have a meeting with God that you don't change for anybody. Mm, hallelujah. There, there are different types of prayer. Uh, one type of prayer I call conversing prayer. Because we do have personal relationship with Him. It's it's that ride to work. When you're in the car and you're saying, I really don't feel like going in here today, Jesus. <laughs> Lord, you got to help me. It's a full day today. It's that conversing prayer. Uh, The Bible says that that Adam walked with him in the cool of the day. He met with him. Glory be to God. And there's going to be some downloads that are going to happen in your life when you start meeting with him again. Because I found out that a lot of us do more talking about prayer than we actually pray. I can tell because the way you talk about prayer, when you say stuff like, well, all we can do is pray. All we can do is pray. To someone who has a prayer life, all we can do never comes in front of prayer. It says, no, we're going to pray because things shift when we pray. That that moment, you got to shut down the conversation and say, let's pray right now. There's, there's another type of prayer uh, that we see in the scripture called seeking prayer. We know Matthew 7 and 7 says ask, is conversing. Ask, and then it says seek, seek. Now, what does it mean to seek God? Because God is omnipresent. He's everywhere at the same time. But if you ever walk with God more than three months... You you will experience moments in your life where God himself will hide from the believer. Now, there's a big group of y'all think what I just said is erroneous, but if you ever walk with him, there are going to be moments in your life you're going to reach for him in the place you've always reached, and you won't find it. There come moments in your life where you will lift up your hands to worship and you don't feel nothing. Don't y'all leave me out here by myself. There are moments of your life you'll go through a season where you feel like you're between Malachi and Matthew. And you had days where you had confirmations and everybody was prophesying to you and you felt the witness in your spirit. And then you'll be dropped into a valley where you can't hear nobody pray. I need you to look at your neighbor. And tell your neighbor, have you ever had to worship a silent God? So, seek. Because oftentimes, when God is trying to bring us to another place in him. When God is trying to put an urgency in us to expand to a different place. He'll fix it where you don't meet him in the place you've always met him. Because many of us, we have mastered the method of God so much that we've missed the move of God. Yes, you can have a master's in theology, but you can have a master's in God. Because every time you see God, there's another side of him you've never seen before. If Moses could have a revelation of Genesis just by seeing the backside of God, how much more of a revelation can we see if we seek his face? God says for some of us, if he never hides from us, we will never seek him. The old church used to say it like this, every day with Jesus is sweeter than the day before. New experiences give us new revelations of God. In the time when we do seeking prayers, seeking prayers don't often come with a whole lot of words. You can't really find a devotional book for seeking prayers seeking prayers is not about uh the melodious language of impressing the people around you oftentimes seeking prayers can only have one word or one phrase like help me lord help me lord help me lord (laughs) i'm talking about seeking Jesus Jesus come on this is a, come on this is a prayer class come on Jesus anybody ever had to do, go went through some stuff in your house and you have to start walking around the house the blood of Jesus oh the blood the blood the blood the blood the blood the blood oh I know this is archaic for some of y'all but I need to know do I got any warriors in here to know how to do seeking prayer Jesus 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 Jesus. Oh Jesus. Oh, oh Jesus. Oh mama shot Oh, oh I feel something about to break up in here. Oh Jesus. Oh Jesus. I need you, Lord. I need you, Lord. I need you, Lord. Jesus! Jesus! oh Don't y'all let folk tell you that the way our ancestors prayed was primitive and didn't count. There's power. There's a sound that's produced out of suffering that your place of comfort would never produce. I need somebody, somebody open up your mouth, open up your mouth, open up your mouth, open up your mouth, open up your mouth. mouth. Cheers, cheers. Oh God. He said my death. hold on no, on, on, no, on Let me move very expeditiously because if I go up one more time, I'm not coming back down. Hey, hey, hey. We're gonna find them again. If you start seeking them again, you're gonna find them again. You're gonna find him again I know some things happened that set you back You went through a divorce and it set you back You went through stuff in church and it set you back But if you start seeking him You'll find him again You'll find He come on oh. the hole He come on the hole Shana the Go after God Go, 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 go Go after God. Go after God. We don't need another program. We need a seeking service. We don't need another program. We need a seeking service. We don't need a concert. We need a seeking. Seek Him. Seek Him. Seek Him. Seek Him. Call upon Him. Oh. Help me Lord. Help me Lord. Help me Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me, Jesus. Help me, Jesus. On this journey, Lord. Help me, you do Lord. Help me, Jesus. I wanna be right, Lord. I wanna be saved, Lord. I wanna be whole, Lord. Oh Jesus. Oh Jesus. Oh Jesus. You shut my Lay hands on somebody, tell them, don't lose your seek. Don't lose it. Keep seeking it. Don't lose it. Come on, I know you're a preacher. Don't lose your seek. Come on deacons, don't lose your seat Because he's not there anymore You're still trying to meet him where he was He said, come on up higher, 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 higher Higher, You're still looking at for him huh? Where you dropped him, he's in a new place He's doing something new What a I, we have time where we, we converse with him, then we seek, and I, and I didn't understand seeking, because Pastor John, you know we grew up with seeking services, they called them Terry, so, and, you know, and when I got older, you know, I started getting around a little more conservative charismatics, and I start saying, yeah, we don't really need to do that, like, right, Why are they just saying the same thing over and over? Well, for we who are ultra-analytical, seeking is for you. Yes, you who are greatly educated, you really need to seek. Because a mind that's not submitted to God will turn against you. And instead of being a magnet for faith, it becomes a barrier to faith. So some of us when we go to praying and we start speaking and we start praying and start thinking to the point you're not pressing in. But every once in a while, when you don't even know how to ask God to do it, you just need to get in press. Jesus, 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 Jesus. And there's another form of prayer. Y'all be seated. Y'all only got a few minutes. Y'all be seated real quick. Some of y'all standing up like you're expecting something. I told you, you'll have it by Friday. I told you you'll have it. I wanna, I want to I wanna bring up this other expression of prayer. Because a lot of times we feel bound to one expression of prayer. I like conversing prayer because that's me and God, and it ain't loud, because it don't have to be loud to be God. You know? I like seeking prayer because it allows me to abandon uh, trying to figure things out and trying to say the right words. But that's another level of faith in prayer. It's called praying in the Spirit. Now, I know for some people this can be... uh, a little controversial when we talk about praying in the Spirit because Paul says I will pray in the Spirit and I will pray with the understanding so he's already telling you when I pray in the Spirit I don't know what I'm saying but what I do know that when I pray in the Spirit that the Spirit is praying the will of God for my life I told you I'm very ecumenical and I lead our ecumenical groups uh, across the country And I was sitting with some of my uh, colleagues who are pastors who are from different backgrounds. And one of them asked me, they said, so you really believe in this praying in tongues thing? I said, I really do. I really do. Uh, He says, how often do you pray in tongues? I said, all the time. He said, wow. And uh, I said, but you didn't ask me why. He said, oh, okay. Why do you pray in tongues? I said, because I'm so weak. See, we got it mixed up. We thought tongues was a badge of honor for those who've been perfect. No, 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 no. Romans chapter 8 verse 26 said, when we pray in the spirit, It helps our infirmities, it helps our weaknesses! If you ain't got no weaknesses, you don't need the tongues. But for the rest of us, who struggle to do what God has called us to do! Here come... And I'm gonna tell you I've experienced it all over the world in different countries when I've come into spaces when there were people hallelujah who have never experienced it i'm telling you what's getting ready to happen tonight there are three of you who have never prayed in tongues before but the baptizer is in the room tonight Ho, oh, just raise up your faith go ahead raise up your faith just raise up your faith it don't matter what it sound like to nobody else raise up your faith and release your language in the holy that's it go ahead Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Come on, build up your faith praying in the Holy Ghost. Oh, I feel the Lord in. Oh, I feel the Lord. I dare you to open up your mouth now and start blowing like a trumpet. Oh, when you pray in the spirit, you begin to mess up the signal of the enemy. Come on, open up your mouth. Come on, open up your mouth. Somebody, you watching online right now, right in your bedroom. Lift your hands and open up your mouth and begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. Come on, be open, be open, be open, be open. What if this real? Come on, you need it. Come on, be open. Oh my my robo eh oh hallelujah tongues of fire, tongues of fire, tongues of fire roba kase de who I don't I don't know the science behind it but Jude one and twenty says some kind of way. When we pray in the Holy Ghost, it builds up our faith. Ooh, hallelujah! You don't have to know how it works to benefit from it. <laughs> okay, uh, uh, I'll, uh, I'll. I'm gonna give you one more point. Y'all be seated, and I'll maybe, Dr. Bryant, maybe let, might let me come back, and I'll finish it. But I wanna give you one. Hey. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen for somebody tonight and this is what I hear in the Holy Ghost the Lord says the tears are going to come back hey some of you haven't been able to release tears in a long time the tears hey the sensitivity to the Holy Ghost is all right One last expression, one last expression, one last expression of prayer I want to give you because this is very important, this is very important, hallelujah. said that David although anointed was in an obscure position where he's anointed to be king but somebody else is on the throne nothing is more frustrating is that when you're called to serve someone who wants to kill you you're helping people who hope you fail So David has to do something which took a lot of strength. David had to pull back from Saul not because he was weak. Will you put your hand on your neighbor's shoulder tell him it takes a strong person to pull back. And the Bible says David had built great alliances with other people groups. But it came a time where David needed food for his men. And there was a farmer that he had assisted in times past by protecting his men. So David told his men, go to Nabal and tell Nabal, I need a favor. Tell him to give us some food. You know, just a little something to hold us over. And Nabal said to David's men who does David think he is because people quickly forget you can build skyscrapers large and tall you can conquer all your failures of the past but only what you do for Christ because people will forget and the Bible said that when he sent word to them he says tell David nah I'm not going to help everybody to run away from their master. He's, he's rude and offensive to the future king. And when David gets word, anointed as he is, David still got flesh issues. That was an anger that had nothing to do with Nabal, but it was all of that piled up anger. David says, is that what he said? David says, saddle up these horses because we're going to their house. We're killing everybody. Abigail, the intercessor. Abigail heard what her stupid husband said. You got to read the the New Living Translation. You got to read it. And, And the Bible said, she grabbed some food she got some gifts and she ran toward David and when she saw David coming with murder in his eyes Abigail did something she took on the posture of about 75 of you in him she could have said, it ain't my business. She could have said, it ain't my fault. But Abigail got in the middle. And I've come to tell the intercessors in here. Wake up the intercession on the inside of you. Push your neighbor, tell them, it's time, it's time. Get in the middle. David says, I was going to kill every man in your house. But because you got in the middle. I'm holding back my wrath. Somebody, somebody in this room, if you stop praying, if you close your mouth, somebody gonna die. But if you open up your mouth, if you open up your mouth, I said if you open up your mouth, somebody gonna live. Pull on your neighbor said oh neighbor get in position somebody just step off of your road. I'm standing in the gap for my pastor keep your mouth off of him I'm standing in the gap for my leader believe God and you will be established but believe this prophet so shall ye prosper. Somebody get in the gap. If you got a good leader, I'm covering my leader. They don't have to be perfect. But Satan, the blood of Jesus is against you. I'm standing in the gap for every male in my family. I cancel the pending funeral no more funerals of young men in my bloodline up the blood, the blood, the blood the blood, the blood the blood, the blood get in the gap Esther, get in the gap Moses get in the gap tell your neighbor this is bigger than me I got family that's depending uh, on my prayers. Uh, I got parents uh, that's depending uh, on my prayers. Uh, children, uh, depending uh, on my prayers. Uh, I believe in God uh, that I'm not gonna lose uh, another family member Should uh, the devil. Blow your trumpet, blow your trumpet. Build up a hedge blow your trumpet build up a hedge blow your trumpet blow your trumpet somebody draw a line in the sand said not my family not my church I'm in, the, I'm in the middle so when you see me dancing I'm not just dancing just to be dancing when you see me leaping I'm not leaping just to be leaping but I'm leaping for everybody that got my last name I'm running for everybody that's related to me Because my siblings are coming back to God. My cousins are coming back to God. I want you to shout because they're on the way. I'm not shouting for a car. There are souls on the line. There are souls on the line. And the spirit of addiction will not plague Another generation of my family. I said, the spirit of addiction. If you got addiction in your bloodline, just run down here and touch the altar and shout, I break it now. I break it now. I break it now. Get in the middle. Get in the middle. whoa, whoa. whoa. Oh, got in the middle. Break it! Break it! Break it! I break the back of every bloodline curse, every demonic system. Somebody in my bloodline opened it, but I'm closing it. It didn't start with me, but it's ended with me. Somebody declare not another generation. Not another. I need to go. Thank you. Thank you. Now listen, what you got to understand, Dr. Brian asked me where I was from. I didn't even tell you the name of the town because I'm from Gretna, Virginia. Have you ever heard of it? Right, right, right. Somebody heard of Gretna? All right, good, good. One stoplight town. No hospital. So I grew up around what we call prayer bands. See, this is why you can't talk me out of a faith that I've been in too deep. You can't make me doubt it because I know too much. Hey! Scream at somebody, tell them, I'm in too deep. I'm in too deep. I have seen the hand of God, I've seen people have strokes. And the saints grab their face and shift their mouth back. I know they're probably watching online. I know a man right now. But in Danville, Virginia, he was dead with a tag on his toe. And his mother, Mother Sue Pannell, went in the morgue and raised him up. And he's still living. I've seen too much. So I'm about to say something. And some of you may not have faith for it. And I'm not gonna judge you. I mean, I gave you a chance to build up your faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, but maybe you didn't do it. I need you to tell your neighbor, tell them your next miracle is on me. Y'all know how when you go to the club, y'all know how you do. If your friend ain't got the money, and you want your friend to go, you say, "Come on, come on. The drinks are on me. Come on, tell somebody your next miracle is on me." I want you to put your hand on your neighbor's shoulder now. I'm about to say something real strong. And some of you may say it and you may quiver in your lips or you may get afraid and not say it. But I'm going to dare you to say it. If you say this tonight, I believe the angels of the Lord is going to carry our words. I want you to speak this in faith. Look at the person you're touching. Tell them there will be. No premature death. I cancel the pending heart attack. I push back the stroke. There will be no premature death. Not in your house. Not in your house. Not in your house. I just got in the middle. I just got. I just another I just I said, "Hello, shot. I'm finished. I'm finished. Thank you for your patience. Somebody shout, "Not in my house." No premature death. Okay, so now I know for us, we're saying this January revival. Is in the beginning of the year now truthfully according to the hebrew calendar we came into the new year in september this is what you need to know this this year we in although we calling it 2024 it's still in the four but it's 5784 and a lot of the prophets have been saying this is the year of the open door and i'm not mad at them for saying it But Dr. Bryant, when I look a little closer, it seems like the year of a door, but I don't know if it's open. The door almost looks closed. Now, if you don't have revelation, you don't see a need to praise. And I didn't want to go around and tell nobody this is the year of the closed door until the Lord took me back to my last visit at Green Rock Correctional Facility when I was preaching at the prison, when I got there, because everything is so closed in, I want them to do everything quickly so I can get into the room that's opened up because I get claustrophobic. And so after they patted me down and I went in this corridor trying to get to the big room where I'm gonna preach, I got in this chamber and I grabbed the next door to open it. But when I went to open the door, the door would not open. And the man came over the intercom system and says, Bishop Younger, I said, yes, I opened the door. He says, we cannot open the next door until the door behind you is completely closed. I'm going to ask you to do something crazy. I dare you to praise him for the door he just closed. just close the door to give you access to another door somebody just make a step shut the door behind you and then move forward the bible says man shall not live by bread alone but every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of god i pray that you are blessed by the message today And if you want to continue to get more inspirational, motivational, and even more gospel messages, I encourage you to follow our YouTube channel or subscribe to our podcast. And today, we want to give you an opportunity to partner what we're doing domestically here at our local church and what we're doing all over the world. There are ways to give. And remember, when you sow, that seed may leave your hand, but it'll never leave your life. The Bible declares to us that when we sow, seeds are connected to harvest. Well, I want you to remember that I know what it feels like to cry until you have no more tears left to cry. But after you finish crying, don't stop. Get up and keep going.